welcome. Uh, you are listening to another episode of Assurance in Action, the podcast of your total quality assurance provider, Intertech. I am your host, Seth Martin-Wick, and today I am joined by Natin Shahani, who is the Associate Program Manager of Green Services for Intertech's Business Assurance Group. Uh, our topic today is the ISO 50001 Energy Management System Standard. Natin, thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing fine, thank you. Very good. So, um, Natin, what is your background in the industry and what do you do with Intertech? My background is in process engineering. I worked in a steel and machine building industry for about nine years before entering the management systems consulting and auditing field. Now been about 25 years in business assurance, including over 13 years at Intertech. I'm currently the Associate Program Manager for Green Services and also the Regional Technical Sector Manager for Energy Management Systems for the Americas in Intertech. And of course, in this dual role, I'm responsible for managing the program, reviewing reviewing and improving the processes, training and developing auditors and mentoring new employees. And of course, I also conduct the audits to the various ISO standards, 9001, 14001, 45001, and 50001, and supporting technical reviews as and when needed. Uh, that's about... About the energy management system standard. Organizations globally are deciding to shift their focus toward a green initiative. Uh, you can see this as a result of consumer input, government regulation, and industry pressure. Uh, how does energy management help an organization? Oh, well, energy management is about integrating energy efficiency into management practices. And this is primarily to increase awareness of energy use, reinforce good energy management behavior, and make effective use of existing energy-consuming assets and processes. Energy management also helps companies to evaluate and prioritize implementation of energy efficiency projects through the energy planning and review process. Uh, which helps organizations to achieve energy performance improvement, right? So that's that's what I would say is really uh, is is energy management all about. Okay. So how would an organization uh, determine if that extra step of ISO fifty thousand one is worth the cost? Well, the ISO fifty thousand one standard is an international standard on energy management system. And this standard provides a solid framework for not only establishing, implementing, maintaining, and continually improving the energy management system, but also for achieving improved energy performance through, through the use of the system. Uh, this standard provides requirements for a systematic, data-driven, and facts-based process focused on continually improving energy performance. And, the, and this framework, the framework that's uh, offered by the standard uh, provides requirements for a systematic, data-driven, facts-based process, as I mentioned, and gives organizations the flexibility to use different tools and techniques. So for example, I've seen process engineers use tools such as pinch analysis and exergy analysis. I've also seen facility uh, managers use the ASHRAE standards, uh, the ASHRAE energy audit procedures to provide meaningful data for the energy review process, which is a key process within the ISO 50001 system framework. So what are the benefits of being ISO 50001 certified with regards to government entities, such as uh, the U.S. Department of Energy or uh, Canadian um, NRCAN? Uh, well, both, both these, uh, the DOE, uh, both uh, the DOE and the Natural Resources Canada, uh, the government departments, uh, 
have been promoting the ISO 50001 standard and also the 50001 certification. In fact, the DOE, uh, the US uh, DOE Department of Energy played a key role in the development of the ISO 50001 standard and uh, the DOE's superior energy performance certification program in fact is, is based on the 50001 standard. So it uses the 50001 standard the SEP or the Superior Energy Performance Certification Program is, is prescriptive and specifies energy performance achievement levels and methods for verification of energy savings. And this program, of course, is authorized by the U.S. Department of Energy. On the other hand, in Canada, the Natural Resources Canada provides cost-shared financial assistance to organizations for the 50001 implementation as well as certification to the standard. And the financial assistance in this case could be as high as 50% of the eligible project costs to a maximum of $40,000 per, per facility. So I, I guess both the, both the government department, the DOE and the NRCAN are doing a great job in promoting the ISO 5001 certification and energy performance improvement for sure. How is this certification different from other management system certifications such as uh, ISO 14001 environmental? Okay. So here, actually, you know, as compared to the other management system standards that I have had exposure to, the 50001 standard provides requirements for a more data-driven and facts-based process. This is my personal experience in uh, working with the standard, working with organizations who implemented the standard uh, through my audit process. Uh, when defining the scope and boundaries of the energy management system, the organizations pursuing the 50001 certification are not permitted to exclude any energy sources or energy types. So this is another difference when you compare it with uh, the other management system standards. Also, when it comes to initial certification and recertification audits to the ISO 50001 standard, confirmation of energy performance improvement is a mandatory requirement for granting the initial certification as well as recertifications to the ISO 50001 standard. In fact, uh, audit evidence that energy performance improvement was not achieved could result in a major non-conformity during, during the ISO 50001 audit. So I guess these, these uh, differences definitely stand out uh, when you compare the ISO 50001 standard with the uh, with standards such as the ISO 14001. Of course, we got to keep in mind that each of these management system standards, you know, have uh, unique or specific intended outcomes. Uh, and these outcomes definitely differ from standard to standard. Uh, the focus is different. An example is 14001 focuses on environment protection. So it's got its, its unique set of intended outcomes. I hope this answers your question. Oh, for sure it does. And uh, ISO 50001, the objective would be uh, energy performance. Um, so uh, in 2018, um, the newest version of ISO 50001 was published. Um, now, from your perspective, what updates and changes have been made uh, from the previous 2011 version that would uh, be of the utmost importance for someone looking to get certified? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, this is a good question. Uh, the 2018 version of 50001, yes, there are changes when you compare it to the 2011 uh, version. I would say the, the, the key changes are the adoption of the high-level structure for the requirements, which ensures a high-level compatibility with other management system standards. 
So this in turn actually facilitates establishment of an integrated management system. Because that's the trend we are seeing in industry today across businesses that, that the organizations, they want to have standards which are compatible with each other, having a, having a similar structure, at least the high level structure so that they can establish or develop an integrated management system, uh, which addresses the various uh, management system standards, which they have uh, decided to adopt. Uh, the second major change I would look at is I would uh, I would say is uh, improved integration with strategic management processes. Uh, what I mean by this is, uh, for example, embracing sustainability is a business strategy or is the strategic direction of the company. Then renewable energy projects, renewable energy related projects can also be effectively managed through the ISO 50001 management system. The third one I would I would uh, say is the third major change is a stronger emphasis on the role of top management. So making sure that the, the energy management system is aligned to the strategic direction and uh, the energy energy related processes, energy management processes are integrated with the business processes. Also in the 2018 version introduces the concept of normalization of energy performance indicators and also gives more information on the energy data collection plan. And last but not least, the, the new version also provides clarifications on some of the terms and definitions and also includes uh, some new definitions. So overall, I would say that uh, the 2018 version of the ISO 50001 standard is more business-like, and I foresee a wider adoption of the standard across businesses. I definitely see more companies embracing the ISO 50001 standard for not only achieving energy performance improvement, but also reducing energy costs and also achieving their sustainability targets. Sure thing. And I think I tend to agree with you the way that uh, industry has been shifting more toward a sustainable approach. It's, uh, I think you'll see uh, 50001 take hold um, much more than it has in the past. Um, thanks for your time, Nitin. Um, and if you would like more information on ISO 50001, please feel free to follow the links in the description of this podcast. Also, as always, please follow and rate Assurance in Action uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And feel free to follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, we have updates uh, pretty frequently on uh, various promotions as well as uh, thought leadership topics. Um, thank you for listening to another uh, episode of Assurance in Action and have a great rest of your day.